five, six, seven, eight. So the film is out now on Broadway it on is. Demand. Out now. It is. Go it came get out it. today. Go get All it. All right. Go get Go it. Go get it. Let me know what you think. Why did you guys decide to, to do it? It was a, uh, well, my co-conceiver and uh, co-producer, Mo Brady and I, uh, mm-hmm. he, we had this idea during the pandemic. Um, we were um, producing a lot of podcasts as well. Yes. Um, and we were, uh, we sort of had this idea. I think we were reflecting on, I believe it was that we did we did recaps over the pandemic. We re- recapped a lot of things, mm-hmm. but one of the re- the recap series that we did was on Tony Telecast, old Tony Telecast. We would pick mm-hmm. a number out of a hat, mm-hmm. and we would pick a year out of a hat and watch it and research oh, the year, research the season, and sort of just like talk about the year, talk about the season, talk about the um sort of context and what might have. Um, informed the choices that year, like like why why was why did Will Rogers Follies win over Saigon Once in this Island and Secret Garden? Three yeah, why shows indeed? That have why far indeed. far yes. last far more lasting power than Will Rogers Follies does? Yeah. But it was 1991. Like it was things like that where we would sort of yeah. just talk about it and discuss it. And blah, blah, blah. We were talking about 76, and we were just examining because that was the year that Chorus Line won. And we were talking about and how the landscape of the industry is just so different now. Mm. Um, and especially for Broadway performers and the way the public sees Broadway, Broadway performers is in a, is in an environment that no longer exists. Mm. And we had this idea where we were like, let's, since the last time a portrayal of the, Broadway performer experience was what 50 years ago, almost 50 years ago at this point. Yeah. Let's do it again. Let's go again. Mm-hmm. Especially in this time where there is no Broadway, where there is no industry. And we're especially in a moment where we're having like the industry is having a reckoning. We can gather these people. We can like, we can come for this one night gather a lot of us hadn't danced since we since we shut down. Right. A lot of things had been happening. Everyone's sort of floundering. No one knows what's happening next. It's a right moment to sort of encapsulize. Is that a word? Encapsulate. Yeah. Let's say it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it, it's a good it's a it was a good moment to capture that like this moment in our Broadway history, in our theater history, where we get to hear from people who aren't always heard from. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not Hugh Jackman, Audrey McDonald and Kelly O'Hara in a circle together. It's, right. it's us. It's, it's, it's ensemblist. It's called ensemble because it's the, it's not ensemble and like Norm Lewis. It's, it's. Well, it's, the chorus mm-hmm. line's an apt, apt comparison. I think that it, because it is like chorus line for right now, whereas chorus line took, the the people you mm-hmm. the people in the background and brought them to the foreground. 
who and like yeah. but we've all seen chorus lines so many times we feel there there can be a sense of the average theater goer mm-hmm. like oh i know it's hard and they dance and they do a thing and sometimes they hurt themselves and blah 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 mm-hmm. but like you said that's yeah. 50 years old almost, the, the, the whole the whole the, like new york city was different the landscape of, of theater was different mm-hmm. and it like corporate corporate like corporate conglomerate like productions didn't exist yet like the long-running show wasn't a thing yet like Not at all it's yeah yeah all of these things where those things inform the experience of the Broadway performer. And it's one of those things like where we like where we where we are different from from that inspiring show, which again, all of us love that show. It's sure. it been oh, very sure. yeah, yeah. It's been like not to dig on anything course line. I no, love it. At all. it. I was part of it. It was great. We wanted to make a make something where we heard from the people themselves, not mm-hmm. take people's not record it and then make a show out of it or make or have it have those experiences inform a fictional character's experience. We wanted a place where we could uplift the actual people's like these 13 people's experiences. And again, not is that weird line between not representative, but representative, like these are just 13 people, right? It's not as if they're speaking for the entire community, but it's a, it's a great, window into sort of where the mindsets of these people that you've seen in all of these shows is especially at this certain time in not even broadway history the world's history sure it just happens to be in the like the the lens is through this industry that people don't always think is essential or even thinks outside of the thing that they get to see on their vacation yeah yeah and and again like to say not to give it some context not to put any shade on chorus line but like we are as far away from chorus line as chorus line is from of the i sing the gershwin you know mm. musical or bandwagon like i mean it, yeah. it's just you know it's 45 years ago whatever it, it, it's a different time but what you just said really ticked the ear for one of the things i very much enjoyed about it again to the sort of con the movie does a great job at providing excellent context not only for where we are but like you start with a financial realism realism of broadway broadway brought in you know more money than all the new york area sports teams combined and would have previous years and then what you guys talk about though you talk about the sense of camaraderie you talk about how much i missed everybody and all that sort of but then you also talk about money <laughs> and mm-hmm. like one of the first things somebody says is is about building wealth and owning property and mm-hmm. how that's historically important for her and then it goes on to this sort of there's a great uh generational split in the room it's sort of broken into three parts where you have you know, people who are older people who have, have a very different experience. And then people who are sort of like, you're my age, um, where you make the great comment later in the, in the movie that you don't know if your generation is going to be part of the revolution, but you're certainly here for it and you're here to support it. I felt that way a million times where I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're just a little bit too old. Like we're going to hit it, but we're still just like the people who are going to do the change is the next group, which is also in the room. And everybody is bringing their own, own experiences everyone's broadway performers everyone i would say is is seasoned broadway performers but the other great realism that you bring to it the chorus line doesn't because i don't think it was the realism of the time as much is the idea that like the breaking the mythology of like once you're on broadway 
you're on Broadway and that's all mm-hmm. you're going to be doing. And that's your Broadway level, your national tours, your that's yeah. it only. And it's like, I remember who says it, but somebody says that sometimes you're on Broadway and sometimes you're a hostess at, We're at, at a restaurant. restaurant. Yes. Exactly. And yeah. That's our, just our, what it is. <laughs> yeah. Cameron Adams, Cameron yeah. Adams, who's, who's done the most Broadway shows in that group yes, yes. says that. And yeah. so it's, it, it's exactly, this is not the realism of the perception that the general public has of our industry is no longer true if it ever was true. And mm-hmm. that's where I hope that our our film will be able to sort of bring that to light and allow people to talk about it in a way that isn't as romanticized as, well, we love this, so we'll do whatever we can for it, including break our bodies and break our So, minds. yeah, I would agree with that, except I say what I like, like Chorus Line is very romantic about the theater. It has a very mm-hmm. romantic kind of approach. And even Paul's yeah. injury in Chorus Line is very, like, tragic. It's a, it's like Camille, you know, it's a very, like, sure. o- o- mo- moment. It's still very authentic. And, and again, I, as it should be, because right. it is a beautiful piece Absolutely. of work. And- but what I really, I would say that you, you the film is romantic, about theater just in a very different in in a non-realistic way because everybody in there there's a certain amount of like i mean it's a year ago in in our chronology it it, it's you know people didn't know what the future of the theater was gonna Mm -hmm. be um and so there is a certain amount of like i guess i'll wait and see to it but there Mm -hmm. is also this sense of like well i do this because i love to do this it should Mm -hmm. be but it should be better it's not like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to quit. It's like, no, it should just be better. We should yeah. be paying everybody better. We should be, the opinion should be in the room, but like it, it should be better and it can be better, mm-hmm. but I still love it. <laughs> I still love yeah. what I do. And Absolutely. so it is that, that sort of wonderful tug that we all have when we're doing this. Cause it sucks sometimes and it's great sometimes. And, but through it all, you love it or you don't do it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Sort of no, like, I mean, and, yeah. and then that's, that's the, I lo- thank first off, thank you for saying that. And I love that you said that because yeah, at the end of the day, we're all there, not because Broadway just happens to be our nine to five desk job. Right. We are we are there because we love it. And Emilio says at the beginning, we're like, this is a mythology and a long-standing legacy that we all came in to want to do. Like it's amazing. Like I love that that moment's in the in the in the film where he's like. Which one of you were in 42nd Street? Yes. That's the show that I wanted to do. <laughs> and Megan is like, yeah. <laughs> like I was in, I was at the end of my first divorce at that moment. Right. Like, or beginning. Um, that's such a great yeah, line. <laughs> it's so great. But yeah, but, but that's, that's the experience that we all have. That's mm-hmm. the experience, whether it is actual Broadway or a production of Star Mike. Right. Like, yes. It's, in Northern California. Yeah. It's that like, impetus that propels us into choosing this livelihood and this lifestyle Mm -hmm. but then it's and and i think as the generations progress this has gotten better and better and better and i can only hope that our film will help propel that along but it's when you get into it you are able to lose the romanticism without losing the passion Mm -hmm. and it's and the only way to do that is to see things clearly. Mm-hmm. And I think something that is sadly like probably too much and again, getting better, but promoted by our educational systems, promoted by oh yeah, Broadway propaganda, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. like di- different v- 
different portrayals of the art form in various ways. Of course, I'm just one of many. Yeah, yeah. Um, of of the thing that we do that we call show business. Um, for up for upcoming uh, aspiring artists to step into this world, the only way to step into it healthily is to have a clearer understanding of what it is. Absolutely. And I think that, yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, I think the problem is, I mean, there's obviously a problem on the Broadway level and, and the producers of Broadway shows that conversation too, about like, how do you become a producer? Man, I mean, like that, that is, that will never <laughs> leave me. It's like, God, how do you become a producer? Uh-huh. But uh, one of the the things that I've been harping on for a long time that you that you've just brought up is this problem in the in the educational, but then also like as you pointed out, the representational media of like what it's like, and mm-hmm. you know you have you have everybody being trained into a certain way and a certain way of thinking and 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 a, a certain way of singing and a certain way of acting and a certain thing to try to like churn out a product mm-hmm. and instead of encouraging talent and telling people how it is like in the same, mm-hmm. like preparing people to work in the industry, because it was always funny for me as somebody who I've talked about this before, but as somebody who started in, in films and, and visual media that way, and then kind of went into theater after mm-hmm. that, I was shocked how nobody talked about money. Cause all we talk mm-hmm. about in film production is money. That's all you talk about. So who yeah. got paid, how much did they get paid and how much did it cost? And like, what'd you do? What was your budget? All that. All we ever talk about is money. And when you get, when you get into theater and you say things like, well, I think that if we did this, we could save a little bit on the, like we could produce it, blah, blah, blah. People kind of look at you sideways. You're like, oh, we don't talk. You're like, no, this is not money is not, we don't mm-hmm. discuss money. I'm like, we better yeah. start talking about money. Cause I, I have a, a I need to get paid. So let's talk mm-hmm. about money. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's a big like conversation. I think that is happening within not even just the Broadway community, but like theater co- communities across, mm-hmm. across the country, oh, across the world yeah. is this, even just the way we talk about theater. I mean, again, like even, and this starts from the ground up. It starts from middle school. Because I remember where the theater industry is not a business. It's a family. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get into trouble because one of my favorite moments in the film is when um, Gabby Gamache, who talks about vacation swinging, Mm-hmm. yeah and, oh my gosh yeah and it's and i mean and, and again uh, one of my favorite things is like you don't need to know the ins and outs of what vacation swinging is to understand what she's talking about mm-hmm. and it's that aspect where she's not coming for her employer she's not coming for like what she's talking about is what the position has is doing to her psyche mm-hmm. essentially yeah it's what's it's it, like like it's not the position is not a problem the well, I mean, again, within nuances, the position ultimately is not a problem. The employer is ultimately not a problem, but it's her relationship and the relationship that is being built upon this position that is like becoming toxic for herself. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, this is like, it's not a like the bones of these things is not problem. It's the relationships that we've now built within this lifestyle that can drive us to real trauma. Like it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, because when you frame it as, I mean, and and I remember speaking to uh, 
one of my friends who I had seen the show who isn't in the business at all. Mm. And he was like, oh yeah, it's very clear. And I was like, what do you like, do you need, do you feel like you need to know what a vacation to make? Do you need to know what equity is? And he was like, nah, I understand. Mm-hmm. Vac- yeah. That's, te- that's temp work. That's, that's right. We have that in, we have that in corporate America. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And so this exists, this relationship to our jobs permeates all jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the way our culture has sort of led us to believe that this is how we do, especially something that we, especially something that is born when we do what we love, then things get really, really muddy and so they threaten abused. and they threaten to abuse us for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a great moment early in the, in the movie where uh, one person, and again, I forget who says they don't want to, they want to do all this and don't want to turn into a bitter Betty because we've all yeah. met the bitter Bettys. And it mm-hmm. was very real for me. I was like, yep, we all have the person who mm-hmm. is, has in has, this whole experience has turned their, you know, their head against itself. Mm-hmm. And that's tragic. And it's so great that there are people, everybody in that room is sort of like, yes, that is something I am actively <laughs> avoiding because yeah. you have to actively avoid it. You have mm-hmm. to actively like when you, cause we all get there from time to time and you feel yourself Absolutely. being like, and you feel the dark side rising in you and you're like, okay, well that yeah. means I probably need a break and I need to sit down or I need to mm-hmm. do something, you know, whatever. Um, watch cats, but uh, you need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, it is really, you know, it, it's an important document to have and to for people to see and for young i think that's 100 i hadn't thought about that till you said it but i think it's absolutely true that, that this is something that should be you know probably required viewing in every senior music theater program and in the, i would love it in the nation I'm hoping it takes it's guys it's less than an hour you can spend a class block <laughs> on it because it's so uh-huh. important by the time one of the big problems i have with uh, entertainment education is that by the time I'm telling you about the way I made it in this business, if I'm a successful person, that way doesn't exist anymore. Like yeah. that, that path has been shut. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of people talking about theater and the ways we achieve in theater and how life is in theater that just isn't true anymore. And I'm not saying they're being disingenuous. It's just not how the world is anymore. Yeah. So to hear from 13 people who are doing it right now, like yeah. this is what it is right now is crucial. And I think this is the kind of thing that we should be doing all the time in arts education is like, well, this is what it's like today. Yeah. When you graduate in six months, it's going to be different, but like, just so you know, like this is where it's at right now. And then six months, check back in with us and we'll tell you like, oh, it's all wildly different now. Oh, but, for sure. I mean, know. especially in this time where Broadway's coming back and yeah, Broadway is coming back in a world where it doesn't know what it is anymore. Right. Like the the, the models don't, the models don't work. The like COVID protocols are, 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 are different from city to city. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's all, it's all changing. It's all different. People are getting called in who haven't been in the business for seven years to go play Elphaba. Like it's left left the business and they're, you know, but Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I, and, and I mean, I hope, I hope that's what I hope because our ultimate goal is yes. Is do we want, theater fans, theater goers, theater entrepreneurs, theater people, theater workers all to see this and love it 100%. Where we want this to be ultimately and essentially is in the future workforce, is in the future of our industry. Because 
<laughs> to quote Whitney Houston, I believe the children are our future. <laughs> and it's, and it's, I mean, it's, and that's, that's sort of where those, those are the true people. Like you said, like every, like se- the seniors, the juniors mm-hmm. in 2035 in when the God willing, the pa- pandemic is over and done with. And if climate change hasn't gotten us yet, like mm-hmm. hopefully this will add to their experience of, okay, so now I'm about to go do this. We've just had a reckoning 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. What did it look like from the ground in the middle of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, yeah. then, and then all of it can be taken in context. All of it, you can go to the chorus lines and the center stages and the, um, those are the two that are popping. Smash. In my head. Like, I mean, smash the smashes, that, like yeah. all of the things that like, portray our industry in a certain way and see look at an actual like history book or history google Mm -hmm. and see what lined up and what happened in those worlds and and make a comprehensive perspective for yourself when you're about to jump into that first audition who am i anyway am i my resume That is a picture of a person I don't know. What does he want from me? What should I try to be? So many faces all around. And here we go. 